Hare Krishna, today we are reading chapter 11, the universal form, text number 39. Hare Krishna, 45. Hare Krishna, Prabhuji, please take over the call now. Hare Krishna, uh, it seems like Harprasad Prabhu, uh, Haladar Das Prabhu is not there on the call. Normally we ask him to uh, read the Mangalacharan prayers. Uh, would any other devotee like to recite the Mangalacharan prayers? Okay. Oh, okay, go ahead, Mataji. Om Ajnati Mirandasya Gyananjaya Shlakya Chakshurun Militamena Tasma Shri Guru Venama Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advaita Vadadara Shiva Sadi Gaura Bhatta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama Rama Hare Hare Vanchakalpatar Vaishya Prupasindhu Vaivacha Patitanam Pavane Pyo Vaishnava Pyo Ramo Namaha Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya, Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya, Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Yes, Prabhupada. Oh. Please go ahead now. Yes, Mataji. <coughs> Narayanam Chanamaskritya Naram Chaiva Narottamam Devim Saraswatim Vyasam Tatojaya Mudirayat. Nashtaprayeshu Abhadreshu Nityam Bhagavatsevaya Bhagavati Uttam Shloke Bhattir Bhavati Neshtiki. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya, Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya, Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Hare Krishna. So, uh, last week we had uh, read from verses 35 to 38. Uh, we will begin from 39. Uh, we are not yet at 45. So today we will try to complete verse 39 and 40. As I had mentioned uh, at the, during the last class, that uh, you know uh, this chapter, uh, the first four verses uh, are a request from Arjuna to see the universal form. Uh, then uh, there is. Uh, a description of the universal form. So the Lord uh, gives uh, first the power to Arjuna and then he describes his universal form or, uh, from verses 5 to 8. Then Sanjay speaks for verses 9 to 13. And then Arjuna sees the universal form and describes it from uh, up to verse 31. Thereafter, the Lord, uh, and because Arjuna has gone through different types of bhavas, so he is going through the wonderment, uh, he is going through fear, and then he goes through bewilderment. And at, at the end he actually says, who are you and what do you want? So at that time the Lord answers his question and advises Arjuna to uh, just be an uh, instrument in the uh, hands of the Lord. Nimitta Matra Bhava So that, that was up to verse 34. And then... Uh, Sanjay speaks for verse 35 and then now the prayers of Arjun Maharaj to the Vishwarupa uh, begin from verse 36 up to verse 46 and those prayers are broken into four different parts. So the first part is glorification of the universal form. So that's what Arjun Maharaj did. 
in verses 36, 37, and 38. So this is the second part now, which is where he's uh, feeling overwhelmed uh, on account of gratitude uh, to the Lord, and he's offering obeisances. So those are the two verses, 39 and 40. Next time we will cover uh, the four verses where he is offering apologies and then the request uh, to the, withdraw the universal form and show him the four-handed form and then the Shamsundar form. So, uh, since again, Haladharadas uh, Prabhu is not with us. Uh, I'm here since, now, Prabhu. Oh, you are here Prabhu? Very good. Uh, go ahead, please uh, guide us as is your... Uh, complete right uh, to uh, on how to chant the verses, Prabhuji. So, which one is number 45? No, Prabhuji, 39. 39 and 40. So, again, uh, we will do the same thing. Uh, we will go through uh, the recitation of the words. Uh, we will go through the word for word translation, translation and purport. And uh, the same thing again for verse 40. Sorry I'm late. I fall asleep, you know. I was up 3 o'clock and in between I had a chanting and then fall asleep a little bit. Sorry about it. Prabhu, you have nothing to apologize for. You are so consistent in starting your chanting around or before 4 o'clock. I have always noticed that. So absolutely no reason to apologize, Prabhu. Yeah. So... Here, text number 39, chapter 11, text number 39. It's on page number 485, English Bhagavad Gita. So, the wordings are Vayur Yamog, Varuna Sashankaha. Prajapatistvam, Prajapatistvam, Prapitamahascha, Namo Namastetu, Sahasakritvaha, Punascha Bhuyopi, Namo Namaste. I'll try to recite it. Vayurya Mognir Varunasa Shankaha, Prajapatistvam, Prapitamahascha, Namo namaste tu sahasrakritvaha punascha bhūyopi namo namaste Shai, please. Krishna, Krishna speaking. Vāya yamogmirvaruna shashanka prajāpatistvam prapitamahascha Namo namaste to sahasrakritva punascha bhūyo namo namaste. Thank you, Shanti. Oh my God, beautiful, very nice. Thank you, Shanti. Krishna, Shanti is reading. Vāyur yamogmir varuna shashanka prajapatistvam prapita mahascha namo namaste stu sahastra kritva punascha bhūyo pi namo namaste Arikshna. Arikshna, her prasad ready. Vāyur yamogmir 
यमो अग्निवरुण शशाक प्रजापति नमो नमस्ते भूयोपी नमो नमस्ते हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा वायुर्मोग्निवरुण शशाक प्रजापति नमो नमस्ते वायुर्यमोग्निवरुणशाक प्रजापति नमो नमोस्ते सहस्रकृत्व ृष्ण so maybe sumati mata ji you can uh, read the uh, word for word translation uh, harshita mata ji you can read the translation of the words and uh, har prashad prabhu you can read the purport hmm. yes sir uh, word for word vayu air yamaha the controller agni fire varuna water shashankah the moon prajapati brahma tvam you prapitamaha the great grandfather cha also nama my respects nama again my respects te unto you astu let there be sahastrikritva a thousand times punacha and again bhuya again api also Nama, offering my respects. Nama, te, offering my respects unto you. Hare Krishna, translation by Shri Prabhupada. Kijay, you are the, you are air, and you are the supreme controller. You are fire, you are water, and you are the moon. You are Brahma, the first living creature, and you are the great grandfather. I therefore offer my respectful obeisances unto you a thousand times. And again, and yet again. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Purport by Sri Prabhupada ki jai. The Lord addresses here as air because the air is in is the most important representation of all the demigods, being all pervasive. Arjun also addresses Krishna as the great grandfather because he is the father of Brahma, the first living creature in the universe. Hare Krishna. So we go on number forty now. Yes, Prabhuji, please. Namaha Purustad. The wording that Namaha Purustad ata Purustate 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 Purustate. Namo Namaste to Sarvatas Eva Sarva. अनंत वीर्यामित विक्रम विक्रम 
अनंत विद्या में कमस्तम अनंत विद्या में त्रिक्रमस्तम सर्वम समाप्नोसी तत्वोसी सर्व नम पुनस्तपृस्तस्ते नमोस्तुते अनंतवीद्यामित विक्रमस्व सर्वोसी तत्सी सर्व हरे कृष्ण हरे कृष्ण हेलो हरे कृष्णा नम पुरस्ता हरे कृष्णोस्तुतेक्रमस्वीशि ट्रांसलेशन श्याम रसिका माता जी यू कैन रीड द ट्रांसलेशन ऑफ द वर्स एंड वल्ली माता जी यू कैन रीड दर्सलेशन बाईपाजे नम ऑफरिंग ऑफरिंग ऑल्सो 
pratastha from behind te unto unto you anamaha as as namaha astu i offer my respects te unto unto you sarvataha from all sides eva eva indeed sarvaha because you are everything anantavidya unlimited potency amita vikramaha an unlimited force tvam you sarvam everything sapnosi you cover tata therefore asi you are sarvaha everything hari krishna Hare Krishna translation by Shri Prabhupada Shri Prabhupada ki jai obeisances to you from the front from behind and from all sides o unbounded power you are the master of limitless might you are all pervading and thus you are everything hare krishna hare krishna purport by Shri Prabhupada Shri Prabhupada ki jai out of loving ecstasy for krishna his friend arjuna is offering his respects from all sides he is accepting that he is the master of all potencies and all prowess and far superior to all the great warriors assembled on the battlefield it is said in vishnu purana 1.9.69 yoyam tavagato deva samipam devata ganaha ஸ்ரஷ்டிஸ் if you uh, read the verse 39 uh, you know sometimes uh, and i think in one place prabhupada also says that you know when you are in ecstasy you uh, say the same things again and again uh, but we have to feel that ecstasy to uh, feel the words that uh, are coming out of arjun maharaj's mouth so <clears throat> if we just read the words the way they are vayu yamo agni varuna shashanka so in some sense there is you can see that there is no connection uh, how can vayu and then suddenly so he is seeing he is seeing the universal form so why is he thinking of vayu and then yama and then uh, yama is in the controllers and then uh, agni and varuna and then suddenly shashanka uh, the the moon so in some sense if he was thinking about say the five uh, elements he should have talked said that you are also the prithvi and you should you are also the sky but he immediately goes to shashanka and then he comes to and he says you are prajapati and then you are uh, prapitama there are so many things he could have said why is he why are these words coming out of his mouth so uh, you know uh, let's try to understand as to what that ecstasy is that arjun maharaj is feeling so we know that he began the inquiry into bhagavad gita <clears throat> through a completely bewildered mind 
where he had so many doubts then he patiently heard from the lord the answers to his doubts and through that slowly his uh, doubt which is like say a wrinkle on the cloth was uh, removed uh, he started to feel uh, relief he started to feel satisfaction he started to feel actually happiness because as every doubt is removed you your mind becomes calm your uh, heart becomes calm you are able to think better you are able to see better you are able to understand better so he's reached all those stages to a point where the lord has described his own uh, glories uh, from chapter 9 onwards so now <clears throat> arjuna has heard about the lord he has heard about what is the best uh what the best of the best souls what can they do so yoginam api sarvesham he has heard that also so now having heard the glories of the lord he has also seen the glories of the lord he is even before seeing the glories he is fully convinced that what the lord has said is true but thereafter uh, the lord, uh, you know he he asked the lord to show his form now he seen it in reality he seen everything that is there to see past present future every direction everything that can be seen he is seen he is seen the full uh, magnanimity of just a small fraction of a fraction of a fraction of the lord so now you have to understand that thousands and thousands of thoughts are coming and rushing through his mind because everything is there in front of him so when thousands and thousands of thoughts flow through the mind the words cannot keep up so he is seeing oh you are all the five elements by the time he has taken the two words he is talking about you are the controller then he is you know he you have to feel that ecstasy coming out of his mind uh, and that is what's happening here the words are failing him so for us who are not feeling the ecstasy we feel that there may be some disconnection in it or there may be some repetition in it but in his mind because we cannot understand the billions of thoughts that are rushing through his mind in that ecstasy they are all fully connected there is no disconnection in this we should not think that there is any disconnection between the words but it's just that his pace is so fast that the words have come out this way and we uh, we as a bystander are trying to understand this word so i thought that we should uh, you know uh, first understand the uh, attitude and approach with which we should understand this verse <clears throat> so wanted to clarify that now what is uh, arjuna saying he is saying <coughs> your vayu your uh, yama agni varuna and shashanka so in a way he is saying you are everything because when he says that your vayu everything that is in vayu is created from vayu is you everything that is fire in fire is you uh, everything that is water in water that is generated from water is you so everything is you <clears throat> you are not only that you are everything you are also the controller of everything because you are if 
the water comes from you and everything that comes from water uh, automatically is controlled by you. So in that sense, you are truly the controller of everything. Then he says, you are the generator, the Prajapati as Brahma. And then you are Prapitamaha. Now, what does it mean by when Arjun Maharaj is saying that you are the Brahma? Uh, we have to understand that <clears throat> many times if there is no proper candidate to generate the universe, to do the uh, task or to you know undertake the task of creation, then the Lord himself becomes uh, Brahma. So I'm not saying that whether this Brahma is the Lord or a Jiva, but in that sense, whether it is a Jiva also, he is the empowered, uh, he is empowered, he is Gunavatara of the Lord. He is in that sense uh, a very prominent aspect of the Lord. So whether it is the Lord himself who has taken the role of Brahma, or whether it is the Lord who has been empowered by, uh, sorry, Jiva who has been empowered by the Lord as Brahma, or whether it is the Brahman, as in the uh, substratum on which this entire universe rests, all of that is the Lord. The point we should think about it is, it's not just that, uh, you know, uh, it's not just that Arjun Maharaj is seeing him as the creator of the universe. He is also understanding why is the Lord creating this? Why is the Lord taking even the responsibility to become Brahma and be in this material universe? Why is the Lord taking the responsibility to come with us and be in the heart of every atom as well as every uh, living being? And doesn't matter in which uh, you know stratum of this universe is, whether it is in the uh, 14 lokas or the 28 uh, patalas, the Lord is always there with that jiva. So why is the Lord doing that? The Lord is doing that simply because we are here to, and we are hankering for enjoyment. We want to come. We want to be in this material world. So he has created. So he is in everything. So he has allowed us the feeling of enjoyment. We cannot even enjoy. It is only because of the Paramatma feature in us that we are enjoying. So all of these thoughts are coming through, uh, you know, Arj uh, Arjun Maharaja's mind. So therefore, <clears throat> uh, a question we should ask ourselves is, for how long? For how long should we be in this world hankering for such enjoyment where the Lord is so deeply committed to bring us back to Godhead, take us back to Godhead? He comes here, he senses avatars, he senses uh, you know, uh, Acharyas, his ser servants, uh, again and again and again to bring us back. And yet, we are so stubborn, so uh, hard-headed that we cannot pull ourselves out of this Maya. And uh, I thought that is worth a point to speak about when uh, Arjun Maharaj is saying, you are Brahma. 
that it is basically the Lord who is willing to become Brahma. And not only Brahma, he is willing to become the whole universe for our benefit. And, uh, you know, it is for us now uh, to uh, think of the Lord. And again, <clears throat> you know, if you think about it, so the hankering is there in every jiva. But us as humans have a special responsibility because in the human form, we can, we have the awareness of the consciousness. We have the ability to think and analyze, uh, which uh, in many cases uh, is not, uh, you know, prevalent in other living entities in such an advanced form. So when we have these kind of facilities for us, that too for such human beings who don't have to struggle day to day. Like it's not like you, we are in a war-stricken uh, country, we are in absolute poverty, etc. So if we have the means to take a breather and to think about what is this world, why are we here, uh, then it is our duty. Uh, you know, in the questions of uh, the sages of Naimisharanya, were basically the same. Like, what is the purpose of all uh, all the scriptures? What is the best uh, endeavor for uh, the human life? And the answer to both of those questions is bhakti. So, us as having taken the human form, we have to, uh, you know, fully put ourselves into bhakti. And what is bhakti? Bhakti is nothing else but that enjoying propensity, the propensity we have to enjoy this material world is basically we are trying to satisfy our senses. So turning that propensity to enjoy for ourselves, we have to turn it into a service attitude. And what is that service? How to assist the Lord in satisfying his senses. So that is the point, like whenever we are uh, chanting, whenever we are performing some service to the Lord, we need to perform it with a uh, attitude, with that thinking. And sometimes it may not be genuine in our hearts, but uh, you know, Acharyas say, fake it until you make it. So fake it, try to still, uh, you know, uh, Act it out as if you really mean it, and one day you will become to you. You will come to a point where you will mean it, where you are trying to satisfy the senses of the Lord, and thus automatically your senses become purified because even He is in our heart. So when we eat, when we see, when we hear, all of these things, it's not for our satisfaction. Think that we are doing it for His satisfaction. So even when we try to eat food that is more appealing to us. If we at least think that, hey, there is the Lord inside and I would want to satisfy him. If that thought keeps coming day after day, every meal after meal, every, uh, you know, uh, morsel after every morsel, then slowly, uh, you know, you're faking initially, but you will make it later on. So that is the purpose. That is... Uh, how we should be thinking about these verses. So the point is, <clears throat> we have to, uh, you know, uh, come out of this thinking of enjoyment. Now, 
when arjun maharaj <coughs> is uh, having all of these thoughts he then says namo namaste stu sahastra kritva punascha bhuyopi nama namaste so i'm offering you thousands and thousands of uh, obeisances why because now after glorifying him the gratitude comes in that if you are so great and you are doing this for me it is just natural that the gratitude has to come and through that gratitude the humility is also coming and that i'll make the link of the humility to the uh, next two verses but let's now move to say verse 40 and in verse 40 he says namah punastat अथ पृष्ठस्थे नमोस्तेस्तु सर्वत एव सर्व सो ही इज नाउ सेइंग आई ऑफर यू ओबेसेंसेस इन द फ्रंट इन द बैक एंड एवरीवेयर नाउ व्हाई एवरीवेयर बिकॉज़ ही सेज आई एम ऑफरिंग यू ओबेसेंसेस हियर इन फ्रंट इन योर फ्रंट बट यू आर ऑन माय लेफ्ट यू आर ऑन माय राइट यू आर ऑन माय बिहाइंड इफ आई ऑफर ओबेसेंसेस टू योर बैक बट यू आर एवरीवेयर अगेन सो आई ऑफर यू ओबेसेंसेस इन द फ्रंट इन द बैक एंड सर्वत्र एव सर्व सो एवरीवेयर ऑल द टाइम कंटीन्यूअसली आई एम गोइंग टू ऑफर माय ओबेसेंसेस बिकॉज़ देयर इज नो प्लेस इवन माय बॉडी इज नॉट मी इट्स यू सो इवन दैट एक्ट ऑफ ऑफरिंग ओबेसेंसेस इन्वॉल्व्स यू so you can now imagine the amount of ecstasy that is forming in arjun maharaj's mind and uh, sorry i'm so again i mean the point still is he says that you are unbounded you have limitless potency you are the unlimited potential the full energy of this universe so how can i offer obeisances but there is nothing else i can offer you so i am going to offer my obeisances see how arjun maharaj is thinking about uh, the lord that there is i am so helpless that i have nothing to offer even the body with which i am going to offer obeisances is not mine the energy with which this body is going to move is not mine the words that are going to come out of my mouth are not mine the words are formed by the energy that you've given to me so there is nothing i can do other than yet what can i do still bow down and give you that bow that offer, offering of that power through these obeisances and that is what i want you to accept from me so this is how arjun maharaj is thinking about uh, this uh, you know the verses and the words the way they are coming out so as i said when these these are the thoughts of arjun maharaj automatically he has become absolutely humble he is he has the feelings of absolute insignificance and now the thoughts of horror come in as in how could i have behaved with the lord like this then and that is when he goes into verses 41 to 44 uh, offering uh, apologies and uh, seeking pardon for everything he's done for uh, in his you know in 
again uh, it's not like arjun maharaj is really uh, uh, someone who's not aware of the lord's position uh, but in his uh, this ecstatic moment he is uh, apologizing to the lord for everything he's uh, done as a friend as a, a close relative etc so that's where uh, the bhav of arjun maharaj to offer obeisances now turns to seeking apologies from the lord so uh, i wanted to only cover verses 39 and 40 today uh, if you all uh, feel we can go through verses for, uh, 41 to 44 also uh, but before we do that i want to stop here and hear from you as to how you have read this verses what your realizations and reflections are pray krishna hare krishna prabhu ji dhanvat pranam very wonderfully explained yeah these two verses are the turning point that's what i see because uh, he is from the ecstasy to the real world and later on realizing his own position and trying to apologize right so that's what uh, i'm thinking but uh, uh, in this verse uh, number uh, 39 also uh, yeah it is 39 um he is trying to catch the uh, rupas the swarupas what all he uh, was uh, watching and uh, he was uh, understanding to get in, in the supreme personality when he is in the vishwarupa right uh, the virat form and it is so many so many things happening around him and it is hard for him to digest and also he is getting only a um minimum part that we are all known about like you are the moon and you are the fire and you are the water and he is trying to um, put everything um, for us mainly what we can understand from his words because he is the direct uh, witness of um, everything around there and we are the only listeners and from our um, situation what we can understand is uh, we have to place ourselves in the position of arjun maharaj and uh, try to go through the situation in his own senses and uh, try to understand what is happening in his uh, mind and uh, so he is seeing everyone uh, who is there before him uh, before the lord also he is created in the next verse he is saying for the purport and i can read that um, whoever comes before you and uh, even be a demigod he is created by you so he understand the multitude of this um, supreme personality of godhead and he is trying to explain uh, only a fraction of what he is watching maybe that's what i can say because um, it is unlimited potencies and unlimited faces um, uh, and uh, some of uh, them are rudra and some of them are shanta and all these emotions going on um, and finally he says he want to Uh, do uh, obeisances to everyone everyone and every all the dishas also all the directions because god is uh, pervaded everyone uh, so even if we have that consciousness that um, when you said um, when we eat also food is uh, each um, parcel that we eat we can feel that senses and we can feel 
even if you drink a water or if you if you see a bird we can feel that it is created by him and all the situation around us is also the same way that's what i am thinking prabhuji it's a so wonderful explanation what you did and it is a really really uh, exciting situation when he comes out of bewilderment and he is trying to put his words together and give the obeisances in front of the lord also so uh, maybe halada prabhuji he can explain more about this hari krishna that much to say for me mata ji my intelligence is not reaching for the more than what the lord prabhu has explained you know which i'm very anxious every like i say every sunday but the way he is explaining and describing everything not much to say for me really hari krishna Hare Krishna, any other devotee with any other comments, reflections in the young Mataji's Harprashad Prabhu, uh, Shamrasika Mataji? So, you know, this Sumita Mataji and Harshita Mataji, I think world is waiting for their many, many million, thousands of devotees probably waiting for them because of their the beautiful recitation of the words you know and the fluency of the speaking each word it's beautiful really so they should prepare for this thing this is their class you know this is the their preparations for the future so they should come out and say more about it you know hare krishna yeah so my effort today was for us to feel as we read these verses the ecstasy that arjun maharaj has felt so we won't you know uh, hopefully one day we can see the universal form of the lord perhaps we can see the sham sundar form of the lord uh, face to face uh, we all should aspire to do so and it's our destiny in any way it may happen uh, shortly or it may happen or with a little time but uh, that's the destiny we have to get back to god and uh, that that i have no doubt that we all will get back uh, but the endeavor was if we can realize that feeling of ecstasy it propels it brings that a little extra zest a little extra energy in our day to day sadhana and uh, that is how uh, you know you you know someone may say why are we trying to emulate it's not like we are emulating what arjun maharaj has felt but if we can visualize and feel what he has felt then that itself is enough to push our sadhna bhakti to the next level so i was trying to do that for myself because you know when your heart goes like that uh, the bhakti and the bhav that comes out is like a flowing river and uh, that is very good whenever that happens it happens very rarely but whenever that happens it's very good because you will recall that uh, experience also so fondly that 
your next uh, you know chanting round of chanting next service to krishna will be that much more uh, satisfying that much more uh, ecstatic uh, so uh, that is the reason i went into it it wasn't my intention to uh, you know uh, fake it as such uh, or to emulate arjun maharaja because uh, you know we are not at that position but we can aspire to be and that itself is uh, good for our bhakti so with that i want to uh, uh, close the call for today if it's all uh, okay with everybody uh, since uh, you know the next uh, four verses are together they have the same import in terms of uh, the meaning and the bhav of arjun maharaj and the purports are also a little longer so i thought that we can stop here today hare krishna prabhu ji hare krishna mata ji hare krishna prabhu ji prabhu ji called krishna so prabhu ji in text number 39 you were explaining that sometimes uh, the lord uh, he comes uh, from a because there is no one to create properly so prabhu ji could you explain that part a little uh, once more again because I'm not sure I heard it a little bit properly. Yes, Prabhuji. Uh, Mataji, your words were uh, not very clear yeah. to me somehow. So you said that the Lord becomes and then after that I couldn't get uh, what you were saying. Oh, um, uh, Prabhuji, actually in uh, text uh, 39, uh, uh, you are explaining um, uh, about uh, Lord Brahma. So uh, I did not hear that part a little properly. So uh, Prabhuji, uh, could you just tell that part a little bit again? Sure, Mataji. Sure, Mataji. So, you know, when Arjuna is saying that, uh, Lord, you are Brahma, uh, the other way we can understand this is, yes, Brahma is... Uh, part of uh, you know the create the creating force the maintaining force and the destroying force so <clears throat> brahma vishnu mahesh in that sense brahma ji is there he is the gunavatara he is the uh, you know he is in the mode of uh, passion so you could understand it that way but another aspect of it uh, that other acharyas speak about is lord is also brahma in the sense that if so who is Brahma Brahma is the uh, empowered entity so of the demigods so everyone has certain capability so in a company someone will be a manager someone will be a senior manager a director and then there is a uh, president and then there is a chairman of that company right so in that sense Brahma is the most empowered entity as in the chairman of the uh, company but if there is no candidate who uh, who can be hired to become the chairman of that company then the owner says i will become the chairman or the com- person in some sense you know i don't want to get into that too much uh, technicality but generally the the largest shareholder or the owner of the company will become the chairman of the company because he cannot find someone who can run that company so the lord not only creates this world not only comes with us he also takes up the task of being brahma 
for our benefit just imagine how compassionate he is he is actually becoming our servant because what is brahma doing he is doing things and administering the stuff for whom for us the lord has such compassion he goes to any and every length why is he going to any and every length to keep this world because we wanted to be in this world because we wanted to enjoy this world but the lord is here because he has to hope that one day we will become fed up of enjoying this world and we will go back with him to the godhead so my point was we should think of this words from that perspective that till when till when will we make the lord serve us this way we should be serving him not that he should be serving him so the bhav we should get is uh, let me come out of this material attachment and entanglement and start to serve the lord uh, i hope uh, that was clear to you mataji or that at least that is how i was uh thinking about and speaking of when uh, arjun maharaj's refers uh, to the lord as brahma in verse 39 yes prabhuji prabhuji thank you for giving such a wonderful class and i understand prabhuji explained the wishes to nicely so thank you for that hey krishna hari krishna anybody with any other uh, questions comments okay so with everyone's permission uh, maybe we can close the call and stop the recording